for being so amazing. What an amazing God we serve. Amen. Amen. You are amazing, Lord. You're amazing for so many reasons. But this one strikes me. You don't remember my sins anymore. Amen. And you throw, as the one version of the Bible says, you threw our sins into the sea of forgetfulness. And if we go back and say, remember when I do that, did that when I was a teenager? You say, I don't remember because you chose to forget. Oh, thank you. You're amazing, Lord. How marvelous, how wonderful, how glorious you are. Thank you. Thank you for throwing our sins as far as the east is from the west. Thank you for remembering them no more. Thank you, Lord, that we stand before you as clean vessels covered in the blood of our Savior Jesus who died upon the cross for us. Thank you so much. You're amazing. I don't know too many people that would die for their enemy, but Lord, you did it. You died for your enemies, those who fought against you day and night. Lord, thank you. You are truly amazing, wonderful, awesome, marvelous. We bless your holy name, Father. That's why we're here today again. Not just every day is Father's Day to us, but today is a special day that this America has noticed fathers. And we, your saints, your bride, acknowledge you as Father, our Father, who is in heaven. Holy is your name. To you be the glory. May this service, may your words that are going to be spoken be acceptable in your sight. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. God bless you, church. Um, as I mentioned earlier, Matt's going to, Matt Feldner, is his name, Matt Feldner's going to come on up. He's got his Bible all ready to go. He's in First John chapter 4, love chapter. Um, Matt's taught here before, a couple years ago, before we went to Brazil. I heard him preach in Brazil many, many times. He did better than me, especially with the translators. <laughs> they kind of threw me a curve. But anyway, Matt did real well. Huh? I said, I don't know about that. You're a mighty preacher. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Well, listen, Matt's, um, just so you know, he's about, how far? One class from your theological degree from Palm Beach Atlantic? Uh, God willing, I'll graduate in December with a bachelor's See? degree. Praise the Lord. And from a good college. Amen. So, Matt, it's all yours. Let's pray. Father, stretch out your hand, would you? Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we, we, we give you Matt, Lord. He's going to bring glory and honor to you as he praises your name, as he worships you, as he, as he teaches from the word, Lord. Let it be directed right to where each one of us here today, whether we're on the internet or in this church, that it be directed right to the area of our hearts that needs to be uh, corrected in some way with love. And to you be the glory for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. I just want to also start by wishing you guys, uh, uh, all the men here who are fathers, or grandfathers, I think we may even have some great-grandfathers in this congregation, uh, and that's all the grandfathers who are great and all the grandfathers who are also great-grandfathers. So um, I just want to acknowledge that and, and say Happy Father's Day. 
And I want to thank you all for for coming today and just thank you, Pastor Joe and Liz and, and everyone for allowing me to come and, and preach today. And I think this message is going to be a pretty appropriate message for Father's Day because while it's it's not necessarily directly focused on that, it is going to focus a lot on the love of God our Father. So let me just pray and then we'll get into it. Father God, I thank you for your great love for us. I thank you for giving us your son to die on the cross for our sins. Thank you, Jesus, God, the son and the son of God, that you came and you were willing to be sent and die for our sins. Thank you, Spirit, for coming to us and and applying the redemption to us, giving us faith to believe and to receive all that you have done for us and to receive the love of the Father, the love of the Son, the love of the Spirit, the love of, of, of our God. And we thank you for this day, God. I pray that you would open up our hearts as we open up your word, that you would speak to us as Pastor Joe prayed, that your word would be like a sharp two-edged sword, God, as it goes forth from my mouth, God, that it would pierce hearts of the hearers, but it would also pierce my own heart, God, and that we would all just hear from you today, God, that we would all be changed by your word this morning, and that, God, that, that, we would be conformed to your image, God, even just a little bit more, God, through this morning. I pray you would speak today. These words would not be my words, but they'd be your words. And that you would just have your way here in this place, God. We thank you for the blessing of today. We thank you for the church and uh, everything, God, that you have, have given us and done for us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So our passage today is going to be from the book of First John chapter 4, and the title of this message is Reasons for Brotherly Love, part 2. And I want to mention that this is a part 2. I preached part 1 of this message on Thursday, and uh, while you're not going to necessarily need part 1 in order to understand today's message, I would still encourage you, if you haven't listened to it yet, go online and uh, listen to it after today because uh, the two kind of fit together, and they're going to expound on, on verses 7 to 11. The subject of this message is love, specifically the love of God, and uh, really with a focus on the love of God the Father. And also, not only the love of God, but we're going to speak today about the love which we as Christians should have for one another, based on, which is based on God's own love for us. Now, I had taken some time on, on Thursday to go over the background of the book of 1 John so you can kind of get a feel for, for the situation into which this book was written and what is going on in the context of our passage. Um, but I've decided to, to go ahead and go over that a little bit again today for everyone who was not here on Thursday. So sorry, guys, who you've already heard this part, but um, I guess you'll get a, a double portion today. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and start by kind of telling you a little bit about the context and the background of our passage today. First thing I want you to know is that the book of 1 John is, is a letter. And we have, while the, while the letter itself and the book itself does not actually say who wrote it, there's 
really good evidence that this letter was written by the Apostle John, whom, as most of you know, was one of Jesus' closest disciples. And really, I, I think he was one of Jesus' closest friends. And we also don't know exactly who this letter was written to or where exactly it was sent, but we can know some really important things about who it was addressed to by some of the, some of the clues within the letter itself. First of all, we can know that this letter was written to a group of Christians. Now, this may have been one church. This may have been multiple churches in a specific area. I, I believe it was probably a network of house churches, as most of the churches in that time met in homes. We don't know the specifics of that, but what we do know is that this letter was written to a specific community or group of Christians. And we can also know a little bit about the situation that was going on in these churches when this letter was written. We can see why John wrote. And what we can know is that this community of Christians had just gone through a crisis. And this crisis kind of sets the background for this entire letter of 1 John. Now, apparently there had been some false teaching about Jesus which had risen up within this community of believers. And this teaching basically said that Jesus was not the Messiah, that he was not the Son of God, and that he did not have a true human nature, or as John puts it, he, he didn't come in the flesh. And I just want to take a moment to say here that, that there's many doctrines that Christians differ on. There's many different interpretations of specific Scripture passages. There's different theological views and opinions, different ways to apply Scripture in different situations. And with many of these things, Christians, we are free to, to differ on our views. We are free to have some different uh, doctrinal positions. And we can still have unity. We can still have fellowship. And we can still have love for one another. However, there are some doctrines that are so core to our faith that are such a, a core part of what it means to be a Christian that if we miss it on those things, then we've missed the whole essence of the Christian faith. And one of those things is Jesus and who Jesus is. We cannot get Jesus wrong because he is really what our faith is, is all about. We are Christians. We're Christians. We're Christ followers. And we don't want to follow a false Christ. And that's what this, this group of, of people within this community of believers were bringing. They were bringing a false Christ. They were bringing a Jesus who doesn't exist. And they were leading people, or at least trying to lead other people within this group astray to follow the wrong Jesus. And we see that by the time that John writes, there was actually already a group of people uh, who had left this community of believers in order to follow this other Jesus. And I think that really upset the believers. And I don't know if any of you here have, have ever been involved in like serious doctrinal disagreements or have dealt with true false teaching coming into a church or church splits. I think some of you may, may even have had this experience. And in my experience, it's really not a pleasant thing. It's not something we want to happen. It causes tension, causes confusion. It damages, even destroys relationships. And it can really rob a church of its joy. And I think this group of believers who John writes to 
were probably feeling that very same way. They were probably confused, upset, hurt, and joyless. 